Welcome to the first episode of Keeping Up With Exotic. We have a few topics to go over here today. Ranging from the Titanic submarine thing. And the submarine that tragically got lost down there. All the way through the NBA, the NFL, and the rap scene. So... Today we're going to start with the Titanic submarine incident because there is a lot to unpack here. So, to begin with, uh, somebody thought that it'd be a smart idea for a submarine to travel down like 12,000 feet through the ocean farther than any any, uh, sea life would go. You know, like sperm whales don't even go down there. They're like almost maybe six, eight thousand feet up. So that right there should be an indicator. And the fact that he was using like a $30 controller from Amazon that wasn't even wired. So let's say you lose a signal, all of a sudden, boom, they're just sitting there barreling. It's just the planning there. It sounds like it was just a money grab to help benefit off the Titanic's name. Something that's been gone for, what, like, 111-some-odd years now? I I think that's how long the Titanic has been uh, sunken. But... To me, personally, it sounds like a cash grab to a bunch of billionaires who want to be able to say that they did this. I mean, don't get me wrong... I hope that they're all safe. I hope that they come back. If they're not able to, rest in peace. Because those are still human lives lost. But why would you want to go down there and disturb something like that? Like, that's just asking for bad juju, you know? Uh, Additionally, the owner of that little submarine business thing was already a billionaire. And his son was spotted... Or not, not so much spotted, but like outed for being at a Blink-182 concert. As his father's trapped 12,000 feet under the under sea level. And when, when uh, I think it was Cardi B. She posted some video about it or something that it rubbed him the wrong way, okay? And... He said that it was his way of coping. You know, that's fine. That's dandy. You know, some people, they don't want to talk about it. They don't want to have to think about it, so they'll go. It's better than him suppressing it with drugs or alcohol, you know? But then, T ends up slipping up, and he says the N-word on Twitter. Mind you, this is a couple hours after the whole interaction with Cardi B goes on. And... Whether you're a fan of Cardi B or not, you have to admit she has a massive platform and a stand base like no other. That shit was found in like 20 seconds. <laughs> so this guy's little moment of internet fame was instantly thrown straight out the window and he is now racist. So that was a twist I did not expect from the whole uh, Titanic situation. Um, again, prayers out for everybody that's stuck in that submarine right now, because 
personally, as somebody who's claustrophobic and doesn't like to see, I know that I would be wanting all the prayers in the world. Now, I can only imagine what the people that are actually down there are thinking. Now, on to a lighter note. Hold on. Let, let me pull this up. It's uh, the XXL 2023 class of freshmen. Now, th th there's a cool few names in there. Some of these we'll talk about a little bit later. But there are others that some people just simply do not know. Now, this year's XXL freshman class of 2023 include the following. We have Tia Corrine. Now, forgive me if I say any of these wrong. I've never heard them actually said, except for a few. We have Tia Corrine, Too Rare, Finesse Two Times, DC The Dawn, Rob49, La Tyler, Friday, Glorilla, Lola Brooke, Sleazy World Go, Real Boston Richie, and Central C. Now, out of those names, the, the average household is going to know probably Central C because uh, wasn't he the one where uh, how could I be homophobic my bitch is gay I, I think that's who I think that's who did it Central C right there uh, Glorilla because I, I forget what she did but I, I've heard of her I hear I hear about her pretty frequently on Twitter and whatnot uh, I've heard of La Tyler DC the Dawn and Too Rare. Now, again, there's a couple in there that I'll be talking about later. Uh, it looks like mainly being a real Boston Richie and Too Rare. That'll come up later on in the show. Uh, apparently, Ice Spice was supposed to be in here. And. It's being reported that she declined it because her schedule is too busy. Now, I think that that's both good and bad because it's good for Ice Spice because XXL has fallen off the last few years. And a lot of people think that 2020, three years back, was the last actual solid year of freshmen. Uh... It's really good for Ice Spice because she seems like somebody that is, like, really, really good at, like, planned out songs. Now, I, I did hear her one freestyle where she went, like, she went dummy. But overall, she doesn't seem like the type of creator and performer to be able to come up with something off the top of the dome so easily. Like maybe your Nicki Minaj's or your Koyla Ray's. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know Koyla Ray isn't the best freestyler in the world. But for what some of the women in the rap industry and music industry as a whole are able to do on a freestyle and an off the top, Koyla Ray is pretty solid. But, sorry. The, the, that's completely different level. Didn't mean to throw any strays to Koy. Love her. Uh, I think it's an L for XXL. It really puts the L in XXL because their popularity declining to new lows. And then you have one of the current hottest artists in the entire world in Ice Spice who's had Drake in her DMs of all people turn you down. 
that is not a good look for XXL as a brand, XXL as a rap, like a little rap caviar area. It's just not a good look in general. Not again, you still have Pierre Bourne doing the beats, you know, that's top tier. You can't go wrong with Pierre Bourne. Uh, all in all, I feel like this year's XXL is an L. I mean, I hope that they prove me wrong, but I just don't see very much promise to it. Uh, now, on to the next topic. We got a massive NBA trade late tonight, like a couple hours ago. And it was already being rumored that Kristaps Porzingis was coming over to the Celtics. Celtics, Celtics, yeah. Uh, it was being rumored that Kristaps Porzingis was going to be coming to the Celtics. And they thought that they were going to keep their in, like internal three of Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, and Jason Tatum. Well, that did not end up being the case because that original trade that was set about maybe 11, 12, 11, 12 today uh, Pacific time, it ended up getting called back because there were some injury concerns with Malcolm Brogdon. I think it was the Clippers didn't want to go through with it because they were set to get Malcolm Brogdon, but injury concerns forced him to pull out. So it left it, left it all just kind of dangling there. However... A new trade was manufactured, and the Clippers were replaced with the Grizzlies. Now, the Grizzlies got Marcus Smart, a Defensive Player of the Year. You know, I think it's like a three-time All-Defensive Team member and a Defensive Player of the Year. They get a defensive anchor. He's there to help out John Morant after his suspension is up. And... uh there's some other really good young core players on that Memphis Grizzlies team. And if they could just figure it out, and if John Morant can figure it out, the addition of Marcus Smart is going to be huge. Because that is a defensive leader and a locker room leader that I don't think they had before outside of Steven Adams. So that is massive. The Celtics still receive Chris Tapps Porzingis, but as mentioned just before, they lose their defensive mastermind in Marcus Smart. An absolute, like, integral piece of that team is now gone. And they replace him with a big who they think will solve all their problems, but we'll get more into that a little bit later. The Wizards, who gave up Chris Apps Porzingis, receive Tyus Jones from the Grizzlies. He's a pretty good guard, I don't know how they're planning to use him, considering uh, the Wizards aren't exactly in the greatest spot. If I'm correct, they just gave up Bradley Beal, so... Yeah. And with that, the Celtics also got a 2023-2024 first-round draft pick. I don't know from which teams... And the Wizards receive a 2023 second rounder. Again, I don't know from which team. Now, my thoughts on this all. It's a W for the Wizards. The Wizards get a serviceable guard. A young serviceable guard. And 
a second round draft pick from this year's draft. I think that that's a win because they end up dumping Kristaps uh, Porzingis, who was not a very good fit on the, the Wizards anymore. And he ended up becoming somewhat of a burden on their team. I think the Grizzlies win. They give up Marcus Smart. It seems like they've already got their guard duo down you know, uh, over in Memphis. Oh, man. what What's their shooting guard's name? Hold on. Hold on. The Googler. The Googler coming in real handy. Who is it? Who is the Memphis Grizzlies shooting guard? Desmond Bain. That's who. It's John Morant and Desmond Bain at the one and two. And then the loss of Dylan Brooks, who was a decent defender, but he was really bad at the offense, gets replaced with former DPOY and three-time all-defensive superstar Marcus Smart who is going to fill in Dylan Brooks' role with that great defense and an actual capable offensive player. And then you still have your Brandon Clark at power forward, your Jaron Jackson at power forward, and your Steven Adams at center, who I believe is, like, the key center player now. Wait, hold on. It... I think it's Desmond Bain a guard and not Luke Kennard. I'm pretty sure Luke Kennard comes off the bench, I think. I could be wrong on that. Don't hold me to that, though. I'm, I'm like, just getting into basketball. But I, I believe that the Grizzlies are winners of this trade. So that's two out of three. I really heavily believe that the Celtics are losers of this trade. I mean, don't get me wrong, those two first-round draft picks could turn into superstars. I'm not, I'm not debating that. The NBA draft, much like the NFL draft, is a crazy place. But at base value, them just getting Kristaps Porzingis back and losing Marcus Smart, it's not looking good. Because, boom, you get rid of a defensive anchor on your team. Boom, you get rid of your small forward. And then, boom, you have a center or power forward center. It depends on how they want to play. In Kristaps Porzingis, who you don't know if he's going to even play even 30 out of the 82 games that are coming up this upcoming season. He has been proven to be unreliable and injury-prone, which is a big part of why it didn't work in Dallas with Luka. A big part of why it didn't work on, I believe it was the Knicks. A big part of why it's not why it didn't work this season and I think last season on the Wizards. And a massive factor as to why I don't think it's going to work in Boston. He's proven time and time again that no matter where he goes, he is going to get injured. It sucks. I hate that for him. But that's just the way sports works. You're going to get injured. You're going to end up on the shelf at least once in a professional career. 
Some people get it worse than others. Zion Williamson, Christoph Porzingis, Derek Rose. Those are some names of people who have immense potential or had immense potential. And it's all gone because of injuries. I mean, for Zion, he's missed more games than he's played. Hell, there. I just saw a statistic on, I think it was NBA Memes IG, that says that in the last two weeks, Mariah Mills... Zion Williamson's little love affair has more tweets out than he has games played in the NFL. And that's not just tweets in general. That's tweets directly related to Zion Williamson and some obscene activities. Now, on the topic of sports, we have the Detroit Lions. They have finally unveiled new alternate helmets for... What I'm assuming is going to be an alternate uniform reveal. They might have already done it. I don't know. I'm not a Lions fan. But there's one gleaming issue that I've seen all over the place. And it's not with the colors. None of that. It's with the lion itself, which is the fact that it looks like it was drawn by a fifth grader. Genuinely, its body is just elongated its head is tiny its limbs are not like it, it, it just it's off everything is off nothing is nothing is where it's supposed to be nothing is symmetrical nothing matches another piece everything is off and it drives me nuts every time that I look at it and I see that it is not symmetrical because as a multi-million dollar franchise, potentially billion dollar franchise out there in Detroit, you would think that they'd be able to hire somebody that wasn't currently working an eight-hour shift in elementary school to create their logos. They, I could be wrong, maybe they are really into helping the youth find career opportunities. Who knows? But... There's that. You know, I, I, I just had to talk about that, get that out of the way. Because when I first saw it, I genuinely thought it was from Ghetto Gronk, which is an NFL meme page. And then just actually seeing that it was from a reputable source blew my mind. Because it is so just unappealing. I mean, like, genuinely, who's going to look at that and be proud of their logo? <laughs> Anywho. Alright, our last topic of the day. We have up-and-coming rappers. Some people to keep on your radar as we are now half over halfway through with 2023. We got names like Jaleel, Real Boston Richie, Too Rare, Destroy Lonely, and a couple more. Now, to start, I want to start us off with Real Boston Richie, who he has been blowing up in the Florida scene, and he's just now breaking into the mainstream setting, courtesy of a couple of features from none other than the king of misogyny himself, Future. Now, don't let that take away absolutely anything from what real Boston Richie has been able to accomplish because he brings a sound that has been tried and true and we all love it 
and he just creates genuine rap music. Next up on my list of rappers to keep an eye on is Jaleel. Now, everything's in caps. Everything he does, it's it's all in caps, and it's got an exclamation mark at the end. And he's massive. He, he's tall as shit, buff as shit, but he's still able to do backflips and cartwheels. And he's literally a walking definition of a hybrid human who isn't supposed to be doing what he does, but he does it real damn well. Now, he has been on fire lately. I'm talking, he, he's been doing festivals and selling out concerts for himself. And he actually has a collaboration with Denzel Curry. He ended up with the Denzel Curry feature. So anytime that you catch Denzel Curry on a song, you know it's going to be fire right away. Because Denzel Curry is literally a walking flame. Uh, I recommend listening to Dive In and Shots, but just type in J-A-L-E-E-L, exclamation mark. And you're going to find everything that you need to get your new workout playlist going. Uh, next up, we got uh, a guy that I just learned about today, which is Midwest. The, he brings a real rap cadence to what is formerly known as a sad boy genre of like the emo rap and whatnot. And again, this is another guy that has features from Denzel Curry sprinkled throughout. But again, the same thing with Real Boston Richie. Don't let the features fool you. This is a really talented artist. This is a guy that has almost perfected his craft, in my opinion. Now, don't let that be a way to take it out of context and say that I'm saying that he doesn't have any room to grow because that is far from the case. I think that his sound is going to continue to evolve and he's going to continue to get bigger and bigger until eventually we're seeing him on billboards. Uh, again, same thing with Jalil. Just type in M-I-D-W-X-S-T. It's Midwest, but the E is an X for purposes that I don't know. I don't know what he's trying to hide, but we know it's Midwest. Uh, next up on the list is a rapper that I've known about for a little while, which is Too Rare. He, he's got a couple hit songs, uh, Cupid with Lil Durk and Do It Again. He got a feature, or he is the feature for uh, Inali Choppa. And both songs are fire. Both songs both songs have different cadences for him though so you're really able to see uh the difference is in what he's able to do vocally and uh, like theatrically kind of because it's two completely different types of music videos two completely different types of songs and he spazzes in both of them he, he really shows out in both of them on, on a grand stage with two of the biggest artists in the world right now at least two of the biggest rap artists Naturally, I'm not going to put a little Dirk up against, like, Taylor Swift, but... Uh, that's another one where you just go in and you see which songs you like the most. Same for these next two that I'm going to be talking about. Uh, one of them... Uh, I've been I've been on the wave for a little bit now, but let, let me let y'all in on Eam Triplin. 
Now, he has one of the most unique voices that I have ever heard. And he doesn't exactly strike you as the type of guy that would have a voice like this, but he is a pretty solidly built guy. But he's able to get a real deep voice going. And it is so aesthetically pleasing. Like, I hear it and I feel like I'm going to ascend to, like... I don't know, maybe Area 51. <laughs> and then the last on our list is Destroy Lonely. I don't think that that man needs any introduction. I feel like if you've been around the music scene for even a little bit now, you would have heard of Destroy Lonely. There's a lot of inspiration of him out there. There's a lot of people that wish they could be like him. And you hear it emulate in their music. But that is all that I've got for today. I want to thank anybody that drops in and listens. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at I'm Exotic, spelled the same way as Exotic in the title of this show. Uh, you can find me on Twitch at Real Mister Exotic, spelled the same way that Exotic spelled the same way that it is on the title of the show. And you can catch me on Instagram at Real Mr. Exotic again. I hope that I provided some entertainment for you, and I hope that you enjoy the rest of your time. Goodbye.